I feel the need, the need for speed. Today, we have to talk about Top Gun. Hey guys, I'm Abby. And I'm Keith. Welcome to our 80s life. If you're new, we are so glad you've tuned in because today we are talking about Maverick. And Iceman. <laughs> Mostly Iceman. Okay, full disclosure, back in the 80s, I had a huge crush on Val Kilmer, a.k.a. the Iceman. He's a good-looking guy. <laughs> He's very good-looking. And uh, my friend Shannon and I went to see Top Gun 1986. It was the summer. We both agreed the Iceman was it for us. Tom Cruise was okay, but... We were both totally obsessed with the Iceman. I'm really curious. You know, I never really thought about this, but from a woman's perspective, who was sexier? Who did they like more, the Maverick or the Iceman? I mean, I feel like most women would say Maverick because that's kind of who we were supposed to be rooting for, right? He's the protagonist in the story, but I don't know, something about the Iceman, I was really into him. I guess some women do like the bad boys. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't exactly the bad boy. He was just like... He was a rule breaker. Well, no, Maverick was more of a rule. Are you talking about Maverick? I'm talking about Maverick. Oh, yeah. Maverick was a bad boy. He was the rule breaker. We rewatched the original Top Gun, and I even more so, I noticed um, he was definitely a rule breaker, a rebel, kind of... Full of himself, kind of a jerk. Cocky. Yeah, very cocky. And I get that that was the character he was supposed to portray. But myself, I was not into that. I was more into the Iceman. Well, for you that don't know Abby, Abby <laughs> is a rule follower. I am. And Iceman, for the most part, was a rule follower. He was big about the wingman, not yes. leaving the wingman. You know, you had a job to do and you did it. Right. Whereas Maverick, Maverick kind of went off on his own. I mean, his name was very fitting. He yeah. he was a Maverick. He he did his own thing. That's true. So maybe the rule follower in me was attracted to Val, but mostly it was his looks. I'm not going to even lie. I mean, the volleyball scene. Come on, girls. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, I'm talking to the ladies in the audience for that one. Okay, so... Shannon and I, it's the summer of 1986. My best friend and I, we go to the movies. We go to the North Star 8 movie theater in Garland, Texas, and we go and see Top Gun. I got my nachos, as always. I We got there, I think we got there after the previews had started, so it was dark. Sat down, totally spilled my nachos. <laughs> really? So off to a good start. It's so funny that you remember that. I totally remember that. Spilled my entire tray of nachos. Went back and got more nachos. and Did you have to pay for them again? I'm sure I did. But we did see the movie multiple times because back in the 80s, if you wanted to watch a movie more than once, once you paid for the ticket, I don't know about where you guys lived, but where I lived, they would let you sit through if you wanted. You just had to stand up, let them sweep up the mess from your spilled nachos and popcorn and whatever, and then you could sit back down and stay for however many showings you wanted. I totally did the same thing, not with Top Gun, but I definitely remember Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> of My mom would literally drop me off when the movie theater opened, which was generally like about 11 or noon. Right. 
And then she'd come, she'd pick me up like at 7 or 8 p.m. And I would just do the same thing. I'd watch it. I'd go outside. They'd clean up. I'd go back in and just watch it again. Yeah, they let you use your ticket stub if you even... If, if that, sometimes you didn't even have to show a, a ticket. Man, today they would never let you do that. No, they're all weird about it. Man, they're hardcore. I know. It's like, pay us the money. Right. No, we totally sat and watched Top Gun. I know for a fact I watched it at least twice. There's a chance we might have seen it even three times in a row. I, I know for sure twice. And I loved it. After that, we were obsessed. We were listening to the soundtrack. We... May have created our own song. I was about to say, little birdie told me you made your own soundtrack. <laughs> we did. We went home and made up songs about Top Gun, specifically the Iceman. And after much convincing, Abby has agreed to let you hear their song. <laughs> it's pretty embarrassing, y'all, but yes. It's amazing. It's from the 80s. We have to document this stuff, right? That's right. It's on a tape, it's on a cassette, so we have to get it digitized so it'll forever be there. We got a special device off of Amazon to play this for you guys because we were like, oh, we don't even have a tape player, first of all, we didn't. And we were like, okay, we have to get a tape player and we need to get one that will play through the digital media so that you can hear it firsthand, hear it live for the first time ever. Yeah, and if you didn't already believe that Abby was a fan of the Iceman, <laughs> you will definitely believe that Abby is a fan of the Iceman after listening to this. There's no mention of Maverick in the entire song. It's all about the Iceman. Maverick was shunned. <laughs> yeah, we shunned him. Sorry, Maverick. Sorry, Tom. It was all about Val. And Val, if you're listening, I still love you. I think you're amazing. <laughs> okay, I think we've prolonged this uh, long enough. I think it's time to listen to the world premiere of what's the name of this? I think we just called it Top Gun. That was very original. <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay. Top Gun by Abby and Shannon. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. The plane are getting ready. It's time to take off. It's time for Val Kilmer to show his stuff. It's time for the buggy to lose again. Cause we know Valcomer is gonna win. Here comes the countdown. Three, two, one, Top Gun is the name of the game. Top Gun is your claim to fame. Top Gun means you're number one. The Iceman knows that he's the best. He is better than all the rest. He's so cute and he's so fine. I hope someday that he'll be mine. Here comes the countdown. Is your claim to fame? Top gun means you're number one. one. 
I don't know if you needed that applause. You had your own built-in applause there. Right. That was amazing. I'm so embarrassed. I loved it. Now, hopefully you loved it. Oh, wow. That was the world premiere, wasn't it? Now, how old were you when y'all made that? Um, we were like 12. Yeah, we were 12. <laughs> You know, that's solid. You know, when I first uh, heard that, and it's been many years ago since I first heard it, I still married her. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you were super impressed with my songwriting skills. Well, I was impressed that there was more than like two or three verses. There was multiple verses. I mean, shoot, I would have been like one verse and be done. And I think every verse had the word bogey in it, which was a new vocabulary word for us after seeing Top Gun for the first time. We learned the word bogey. Yeah, and, one and we thing, were super into it. And one thing you'll notice in the new one, the, they never say it. Yeah, in the new movie, <laughs> they never mention the word bogey once. That word has been scrubbed. It's just an old school word, I guess. I don't know. Maybe they don't say it anymore. But um, we we had never heard that word, and we heard it in the movie, and we were like using it in our. We're trying to inject it into our language, but yeah, lots of verses about Val and how awesome he was, and. I think one of the verses says, I hope someday that he'll be mine. Well, you know, that was, uh, what's the word for it? Uh, wishful thinking? <laughs> no, not wishful thinking. It was uh, some foreshadowing. Well, he's not mine. No, but you got the second best thing. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. So wait a minute. I heard a rumor that after Top Gun came out, the kids started calling you Iceman because of your hairstyle. That's right. So I had a flat top when I was in junior high. Mm -hmm. And uh, at soccer camp, I earned the name Iceman because of my hair, because it looked somewhat like Val Kilmer's hair. Okay. Well, no wonder I fell for so you. So there was some foreshadowing there that you loved the Iceman. Yes. And then you end up loving me. Yes, that's right. So... I'm so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. I feel like the consolation prize no. didn't quite live up to what she wanted. No, no, no. It's 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 good. It's good. It's all good. <laughs> One thing about Top Gun, there's a couple movies that really strike a chord with me. One of those is Rudy. I knew you were going to say that. Rudy, I should ask you. I, I knew you would have known it. Mm-hmm. And Top Gun always gets me too. And, you know, I, I'm not a super emotional guy, mm -hmm. but, but man, it, it chokes me up. The part with Goose? Yeah, it's, it's the part with Goose. When Goose dies. When then, he's holding him in the water and he doesn't want to let go when the helicopter guys come and they're like, you need to let him go. And he's clinging to him. Well, that whole part. And I then mean, he, how could you not be that? And then he has to talk to his wife. Oh, yeah, and the little boy. And the little boy. I mean, just, it gets me. Yeah, I mean, it never made me cry, but it is definitely is an emotional scene. Yeah, and, and then it also gets me when Tom Cruise, you know, defeats the bad guys, defeats the Russians. Yes. This weight's off, lifted off your shoulder, and it just... We won, it makes we me won. It makes me emotional. Well, the new one, I thought... Um, was that way too. I love that it's not a tearjerker. The Top Gun movies are not tearjerkers. You don't just, you're not just bawling hysterically. Like there are some movies like Edward Scissorhands was one of those movies where I couldn't stop crying. Uh, E.T. could not stop crying. Oh, E.T. killed me. It crushed me. But Top Gun, it has the way of making you emotional, but not like so heavy 
that it's just a gut-wrenching thing. You know, they have some levity to it, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, I think it was true in the first one and in the second one that Mm -hmm. there's a good mix of serious parts and then a mix of comedy in that as well. Yeah, even more so in the new Maverick movie, which we're going to talk about later, by the way, you guys. They did a nice job of interjecting some comic relief all through the movie. I mean, I know several times I was laughing out loud. It was really cute. Oh, yeah, definitely. But the first one, too. Of course, the part where they're in the bar singing to the ladies and all of that. You have that nice break from the intense, you know, scenes of all the action with the bogeys. (laughs) How can a lady resist a man in uniform? Right? And plus, it's Tom Cruise and Iceman. I mean. I mean, and Tom Cruise is cute, too. He's cute. He's good looking. He still looks great. By the way, how old is Tom Cruise? He has to be pushing uh, fifty-five to sixty. I don't know. I'm going to Google it. Hang on. And that dude took off his shirt. So true to fashion in the first movie, you know they have a beach scene in the second movie. Tom Cruise yes. takes off his shirt. He's fifty-nine. He's fifty-nine, y'all. Dang. I just looked it up. He's fifty-nine. That is incredible. That dude will probably live to be 120. He looks great. He took off his shirt. He's more ripped than most 30-year guys. He's more ripped than I have ever been in my whole life. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know they trained for that scene. Well, yeah, but still. I mean, even if I trained for 10 years, I could never look like that. (laughs) Keith tried to get a six-pack once. He got pretty close. I got a (laughs) one-pack. In your belly. That's right. (laughs) I mean, the volleyball scene. 59, that blows my mind. I know. Props to you, Tom Cruise. Dang, you I, still got it. Dang, I'm I'm kind of blown away right now. <laughs> I'm done. Peace out. See ya. <laughs> Show's over. Show's over. <laughs> Mind blown. I can't get over that. <laughs> okay, is it time to talk about the new Top Gun Maverick? I think it is. All right, first impressions. Okay, first of all, I have to say, we haven't seen a movie in the legit actual movie theater with the big screen and all that in a long time. In years. And so... I don't know if it's just that or what, but honestly, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen. I'd have to agree. I mean, it was so good. And it's one of those movies that literally, you don't look at your watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, you feel like you've been there 20, 30 minutes and it you've been there for two hours. By. It flew by, y'all. It's so good. Every moment was entertaining. I got chill bumps from beginning to end. Like it was so nostalgic, but new. It was so cool. I absolutely loved this movie. And quite honestly, I'm not a huge Tom Cruise fan, but there's no way you could not like Tom Cruise when you watch this movie. I agree. I'm I'm the same. I mean, obviously you guys know now, Iceman was the man for me. Like I didn't care anything about the Maverick character. Um so I was really like skeptical about this movie. It's literally called Maverick. You know, Tom Cruise is the big star and I know that Val Kilmer is in it. But it's a minor part compared to his. And so I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. You know, I don't, I just don't know if I'm going to like it. But I got to give him props. Like, he was so good in this movie. In certain ways, the Maverick has mellowed. He was a lot more likable than his character in the original movie. Because I rewatched the movie. We both rewatched it a couple days ago before we went, like the night before we went to see Maverick. We watched the original one. And the whole time I was like, 
he's such a jerk. <laughs> he's just really not likable. I just don't like this character at all. I can't get behind him, you know? He's still a hot shot. I mean, don't get me wrong, but he's definitely mellowed. He's much more humble about it in certain ways. I think he finally realizes that he is 59. And, and for a pilot, he's actually older than any of the real Top Gun pilots would be in real life. And so I think in the movie, he realizes, like, I got to pass this on to the next generation. Like, it's not going to just be me forever. Yeah, he kind of switched from the student to the teacher. I mean, he literally was a teacher. But, yeah, he was a teacher. But, you know, I think he changed hats and, you know, through those years of, you know, things he went through to get to where he was at, then it, he, I think he did get humble along the way. So I think we probably need to warn you from here on out, you potentially could get some spoilers. Okay. Yeah, we're going to try not to give away too much of the movie, but we are going to talk about it. Yeah. So if you don't want any spoilers... Go ahead and stop listening now, but come back and listen to the rest after you've seen Maverick. So one impression I took away from this movie is they really stuck to the script from the first movie. There were a lot of similarities. Totally. In fact, the first couple of minutes of the movie was exactly identical to the original. We had watched the original last night, so it was fresh on my mind, and it was like, this is the exact first opening of the first movie I was like, are we in a double feature? Are we getting ready to see the first one? Because they opened the exact same, and I loved that. Yeah, it was really cool. We were like, are we in the right theater? <laughs> Is this the first Top Gun? Um, it opened the same. There were so many awesome throwbacks. For example, um, the school, obviously, the school that they went to, um, the location, the bar that they went to. I mean, none of them were the same locations, but they had the feel that the setting was like the same feel the volleyball scene I thought they were getting ready to play volleyball they showed them shirtless and then all of a sudden they were playing beach football Abby got all excited I said I whispered to Keith here comes the volleyball scene I've been waiting for this (laughs) no I didn't say that but she was was thinking it though but it was great it was great um I I loved that scene I just loved all the throwbacks to the original Yeah, Tom Cruise rode on his motorcycle, the original one from the original Top Gun. And he's chasing the jets, just like in the first one. Wearing his sweet leather jacket. Same. Always the daredevil. So shall we talk about some of the other actors in the movie? Still going to talk about Val. Abby about came unglued when (laughs) Val came on the screen. I was waiting for it. I was primed and ready for Val. They should grab my arm. I was like, babe, here he is, here he is. (laughs) I was so excited to see him on the big screen again, reprising his role as Tom Kazansky, a.k.a. Iceman. And it was so magical how they brought him back to his role. And even though, um, obviously, he's got some issues that where his voice is diminished and all of that, they did such a great job of integrating him right into the movie, into that role, and also playing up the relationship between him and Maverick. I thought it was really smart of the directors to write in his throat cancer into the uh, the script, and so it made uh, Val be able to act like himself. So the way we find out about that is his wife, Sarah, who's played by Jean Louisa Kelly, um, greets Maverick at the door, and she 
basically breaks the news that his condition has come back and it's gotten worse and he's not able to talk. But what they did was, so cleverly, they had them texting throughout the movie, which I loved that. So there was still that communication. And then when they met in person, he did have some lines, but they also had him typing the words that he wanted to say. I also really liked how they really had developed the relationship between Maverick and Iceman. Iceman had taken care of Maverick at multiple times in his career, and mm-hmm. it was really cool to see how over the years they had forged this bond and this relationship. Yeah, I agree. It was um, really sweet. They cued us in on what we had missed over all the years of their characters' relationships developing, and they did such a nice job with that. And I did enjoy Jean Louisa Kelly as his wife, Sarah. She didn't have like a huge role, but she played it really well. Keith and I both recognized her and it took us a minute to figure out where we knew her from, but we remembered her. She played Kim in Yes, Dear. If you guys ever watched that show, Keith and I attended a live taping of Yes, Dear um, many years ago. And so we kind of met her, but it had been such a long time. We hadn't seen her in so long, and it was great seeing her. She did a fabulous job. So who are some of the other characters that you enjoyed? I don't know if I enjoyed them, but one that jumped out at me was Hangman, which was played by Glenn Powell. And he was kind of the Iceman of the newest Top Gun movie. Yeah, I'd say that. He was sort of like the rival, the hot shot, whatever you want to call it. Um, but, you know, he maybe he was more like the Maverick. <laughs> Maybe. Because because problem is with Hangman, he never would stay with his wingman. And, yes. and Maverick had the same problem. So, you know, there was a hint of Iceman in him, but also he had a lot of Maverick in him too. Yeah, he was definitely like the rebel he of the group. He was very cocky. He was very cocky. He was the rebel of the group. And I love Glenn Thomas Powell. I actually recognized him right away from Scream Queens. And I know you didn't watch that with me, but... <laughs> He was really great in that show. Um, I'm sure he's been in a lot of other things, but that was the thing that I knew him from, and he's such a good actor. One of my favorites from the movie was Bob. I loved Bob. He was so cute. They're like, yeah, but what's your name? You know, your pilot name. He's like, Bob. Bob. (laughs) So he was played by Lewis Pullman, and he was just adorable, super likable. Just the, the nice guy of the group, right? The likable one. Yeah, everyone liked Bob. Yes. And I was so excited to see a female pilot in this one. Um, her name was Phoenix, and she's played by Monica Barbaro, and she was awesome. Great job. I also enjoyed seeing Ed Harris in this one. Oh, I like him. Yes. I mean, his character is not likable. He's, he's really tough. He was, he was and a jerk. He's stern. Yeah, but, I mean, I Ed Harris is great in a lot of things. I love him from one of my favorite movies, The Truman Show. And one of, one of the best movies of all time. It's one of my favorite, favorite movies. And I could see some of that character, that sort of domineering, you know, character in this character as well. So I was reading that Tom Cruise, it was really important to him not to use green screen, and CGI effects when it came to all of the flying. Now, I am so impressed by this because that means that all of these actors had to actually endure, like, the G-force and all that stuff of the flying. 
Yeah, that's pretty amazing because I had really thought they probably had used some in this movie. To find out they did not, I mean, it's pretty impressive because, I mean, you there are times their faces are just being kind of pushed to the max. And then yes. obvious is that they were in simulators and having, you know, flying at these, you know, G-forces that are crazy. And uh, it's cool that the actors actually uh, went through that. Yeah, I mean, I think they were actually in planes a lot of the time. And that is so cool. And you know what? That's probably why it took so long. One of the reasons it took so long to make this movie. But I applaud them for not taking the easy route and actually going ahead and doing it the right way. Um, A plus. That was really cool. And and it showed. Like a lot of movies nowadays, action movies, have way too much CGI, in my opinion. So I loved that it was it was the real deal. Yeah, definitely. The soundtrack was really good. Yeah, there was some throwbacks to the original Top Gun. Of course. And then there, there was a new Sweet Lady Gaga song. Yes, at the end, the Lady Gaga song was great. There was a couple other modern songs mixed with some 80s music, especially the parts where they're in the bar. They had some 80s music flowing. I liked that. All right, Keith, so did you have a favorite scene in the movie? It had to be <laughs> when Maverick... And Rooster stole an F-14. Yes. That was so great. That entire scene, even before that, when they were arguing over who saved whose life. Yes. <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> but watching a dogfight between an old F-14 and a modern, you know, military fighter jet was yeah. pretty cool to watch. It was so cool. And it showed Maverick's absolute dominance in his pilot skills. Mad skills. Did you know that Tom Cruise is a pilot in real life? I didn't know that till you just now told me. I didn't either. <laughs> I mean, I I just I read about it recently, and I was I was really floored. I had no idea. I figured he had to be because he looks pretty comfortable and realistic in the uh, pilot seat. I agree. So, what did you think about Jennifer Conley? She's hot. <laughs> she yeah she is she's a beautiful lady. So she plays the love interest. Her name is Penny. I thought her and uh, Maverick had really good chemistry. They did. And I liked that she was a single mom. Her daughter was adorable. And the scenes with her were very cute. And just, it was just, it was sweet. It was just a sweet story. We were lucky enough to get to go to an advanced screening of the movie. And when we got there, they're like, oh, we got some cool swag for you too. So we got a couple posters and a couple pins. That was cool and unexpected. Did you know we were going to get swag? I had no clue. <laughs> oh, and there was like this whole group that was dressed in costumes of like Top Gun like flight suits. And they got into it. <laughs> they were super fans. I mean, I thought I was a fan. I had my Top Gun shirt on, my T-shirt. And I, you know, I was like, I've got my Iceman shirt on. And then here comes this whole crew in their, I mean, there's probably what, about maybe eight of them. All in their flight suits. Yeah, they kind of put Abby's little shirt to shame. <laughs> so overall, I would say go and see Maverick. We absolutely loved it. I would give it an A+. A++. And from beginning to end, it was so action-packed, but it also was really, had a lot of sweet moments. It just held my attention the entire time. And I would, if it wasn't so expensive to go to the movies these days, these days I would turn around and go back and see it again. Yeah, there were a lot of good dogfights in this one. 
Yes. And a lot of action scenes that went on for a long period of time, which I really like. So it was uh, it was cool. It was intense. The movie went by really fast. I mean, it was one of those that you really just started watching it and you felt like you'd only been there for 10 minutes because you just get sucked in from the get-go. Yeah. And even though there were a lot of action scenes, and that's not usually like my favorite thing, I thought they did a nice job of mixing the action scenes and then giving us breaks where we had more like drama and then some comedy. Like it, it really had everything that you would want in a movie. Yeah, I'd say even in the action scenes, there were like comedy breaks in it. Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> there mean, was some pretty funny parts that I we mean, laughed out loud. I mean, every time it'd be pretty intense and all of a sudden there's a joke and you're laughing. I mean, so yes. it, uh, it, it was a good blend. And the coolest thing is when the movie ended, everyone in the auditorium was clapping. Yes, the audience um, loved the movie. I, I heard a lot of positive comments, and people were clapping, which you don't see a lot of movies where they clap at the theater, so that was fun. Everybody got super into it. I'm glad we got to go to the advanced screening. Um, whenever it's playing, I think this weekend, you guys, we highly recommend that you should go and see it. So when it comes to 80s movies, like classic movies, I don't always get excited when they remake them or when they make sequels, because sometimes it makes me nervous. Like, are they going to ruin a good thing? Are they going to ruin my classic favorite movie from the 80s? But in this case, with Maverick, no worries, guys. They did them proud. I would agree. I do have one question for you. What? Which one was better? <gasps> oh, my gosh. Okay, so we watched the original one last night, so it's fresh. And I really hate to say this. And I would rarely ever say this, but the new one was better. I would have to agree. It, it's, y'all, it's so good. They're both good, but this one was great. It really was. It was perfection. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast today. And if you hadn't already, be sure and check out our YouTube channel, Our 80s Life. And you can follow us on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram under the same name. See you soon. Bye.